Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Pod Swoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. Time as we are on the road to episode 400. Talk about what's going on in the world of wrestling. See how we're feeling. Over Skype, I have three other members of the Swoggle Squad here with me this week. No Widden and no Augie, which means we start in Chicago with Rich. Hey, Mullet. Yeah. Do you know we have a Patreon? We do have a Patreon. It is patreon.com slash arcade audio. Why do you ask, Rich? Oh, someone can get the website right. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> um, we uh, have been up in uh, the Podswoggle Patreon exclusive Discord. Uh, three bucks a month. You can uh, pretty much talk food with us. Uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. And a lot of... I literally went out of my way at 11 at night to go get a naked chicken chalupa for this bit for the day <laughs> so a discord is like a chat room where you can talk to yeah. fellow pod swoggle fans yeah absolutely and and yeah. uh, the swoggle squad themselves also if you're already, if you're already giving us the five dollars a month for the bonus content you already qualify for it so just jump on in yeah let us know as well because we're if uh you do qualify for that also like when you sign up for patreon just tell us where you want your money to go as mm-hmm. well yeah. Um, one last thing. Hey, Spencer, what shirt am I wearing? You're wearing a Riverside Wrestling Alliance t-shirt. Uh, where's that from? Uh, that's from uh, Sister Podcast Riverside Falls. Uh, uh, wow, the synergy is through the roof on this episode. through the roof. I'm a, I'm a businessman. Yeah, you're willing and dealing over I'm here. about my business, man. <laughs> uh, the big businessman. <laughs> how did that never become another gimmick? Yeah, for real. That's um, but yeah. Ever take a trip down just to the office, <laughs> <laughs> to the business office? Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a beautiful fucking shirt. It's good. It's got kind of like an '80s sort of feel to it. Yep. Um, yeah, it was like a spinoff uh, episode of Riverside Falls that we did uh, that takes place in their own regional independent promotion um we're gonna be doing some more episodes of that soon as well um but spencer was on the episode i was sort of reminiscent of um what was that thing that wwe did a little south poly but like it's in that same sort of like yeah it's definitely more of like a deep dive yeah yeah it's a deep south dive yeah it's a character piece very good all right well now that vince from shamwow is done pitching all of his products also in chicago with spencer man i had to watch uh six hours of wrestling today for homework for this fucking episode I was like, oh, cool. What did I miss? Probably just like NXT. Like, oh, okay, cool. NXT, nothing much happened there. All right, 205 Live. Cool, cool. Uh-huh. Oh, five hours of UK tournament, huh? Well. Yeah, I I am sadly like three matches in. I know everything that happened. Ready to talk about it. I'll watch it for nothing? No, we're still talking about it. We're still talking about it. Great, I'll be in charge. Yeah, yeah, you'll lead the way. I'm, I'm very excited to, to finish it as well. Uh, speaking of being excited to finish it in New York, it's so bad. <laughs> okay, that was one time. <laughs> Typically, I'm not excited to finish. No, mm, let's, let's start again. <laughs> Welcome to Paul Swoggle Wrestling Podcast. I have nothing more to say after that. <laughs> I would say you never, you never tried to restart the podcast before. It took you 398 episodes. That's, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> 
which reminds me up front before we get the news, we have a lot of uh, Rich already kind of kicked the uh, the news and the business and stuff uh, off. Um, a lot of stuff to cover up front. So, of course, this is episode 398. We are two weeks away from episode 400, which we referenced over the past couple weeks about not knowing what we're doing for that episode. And we still don't know what we're doing for that episode. Why do we not know what we're doing for that episode? Because it is not up to us what we are doing for that episode. It is up to you, the listeners. So, over the next two weeks, you have the ability to go to uh, anywhere. You can shoot us your ideas at the mailbag. Um, you can shoot us your ideas uh, through our email. You can shoot us ideas on Twitter, um, which is podswoggle.gmail.com, at podswoggle on Twitter, arcadeaudio.net slash podswoggle mailbag. Right, Rich? Yep. Cool. Uh, any avenue, if you want to, if there's something that you want specifically catered to an individual person you don't want them to know about, uh, message any of us on Twitter, uh, at your host mullet, at speeham. I got this. At, uh, at, are you still like Dr. Tope or something? Hell no. <laughs> what are you? The Tope Network. At the Tope Network. At Rip Sleeves uh, Marinara. <laughs> Is that Augie's? <laughs> you, you, you can just go to the. You can go to uh, what? At Podswoggle. Yeah, and we're all there. there. Yeah, it's yeah, all there. there. But it is on. Or you. you can listen to Mullet stumble through yeah. our Twitter handles, like they're the credits of a Miyazaki film. <laughs> please don't. Ins- please don't recommend that. We've already done um, that. That's been done. I know. Don't. Yeah, we're, we're moving on to Kurosawa films next. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> It's bad enough I have to tackle that for Meredith Movies 250. Um, but yeah, it's on you. Whatever you want, we're going to do as much as we can, as many things as we can for episode 400. It is your show. It is the People's Pod Swoggle. So hit us up with your ideas. If they're games, bits, conversations, questions. A new name you, for the show. Please. <laughs> you call it. We will do it. Uh, you have two weeks for that. Uh, well, you have uh, several weeks for is the next Podswoggle Twitch tournament. We had the last one last week. It was uh, uh, Money in the Bank. It's a lot of fun. The reign of Thanos and the reign of Witness finally over. Your new Podswoggle champion is Jeff Hardy, which means your new Swoggle Squad champion is yours truly. I'm very excited. I've already used one of my powers uh, off-air in our text chat. The champ is here! The champ is here! Officially banning the following people from ever being in a Twitch tournament qualifying for the Podswoggle title ever again. Uh, these are extremely targeted, in case you can't tell. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Brock Lesnar, John Cena, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Edge, The Rock, any deity, Zack Ryder, and fucking Thanos. All are no longer allowed to be in uh, tournaments forever. Uh, the next stream, still don't have an official date on yet because of some uh, some scheduling stuff that's going on throughout July. The very latest would be August 1st, and it will be Elimination Chamber themed. So we are going to unveil our picks for that now to uh, get that ramped up. As champion, I get the uh, the majority. Tope gets uh, several. Wynn gets a couple. Spencer and Rich are each going to get one. And Augie was awful at Pickums uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> so we're getting kicked off with uh, Tope. Give us your roster pick. So I've done a lot of thinking about this, as in I have not done any. And I'm currently stalling to look at the roster list. <laughs> Before I pick, I think 
man, I'm really <laughs> being sown right now. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Is he in the game? Yes, he is. <laughs> there we go. And I think that was your pick last year. <laughs> oh, fucking was. Holy shit. Elimination, cha- elimination yeah. Chamber, baby. I wasn't even trying, but fucking Elimination Chamber 2011. He's still riding on it, man. That's, that's you know, that's, that's what all his name's about. Uh, mine's a little bit sentimental. Um, rest in peace. Let's see if he can bring it down. I'm going with Vader. Nice. Vader's, I think he's actually going to be my pick last year, and something happened where I wasn't in it. So Vader's my roster pick. Uh, Widen's roster pick, because uh, he wants to be the champion, is AJ Styles. So once AJ Styles loses his tournament, I'm going to add him to this fucking list. <laughs> yeah, we don't uh, want that. Like, no repeats. Come on, guys. We still got Earthquake on the list. (laughs) Uh, All right, perfect. So those are all the roster ones because obviously Jeff Hardy's a champion. So now it's time for the ending things. Uh, We'll let the uh, the individuals get it kicked off. Uh, Spencer, you had a better performance than Rich. You're anything pick. The only person I know who can defeat Jeff Hardy is the Dare mascot. Yes. So I want the lion from Dare. That's what I was trying to remember. If it was a lion, it's a lion. And if you can't get that, that's bullshit. If you, can't, <laughs> you can't get that. I'll I'll take his cousin Smokey the Bear. I actually already have Smokey the Bear. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I was saving it. Damn it. All right. So I will try to just find like a really cool looking lion and just slap a Dare shirt on him. But if worst case, you got Smokey. That would be acceptable. All right. Wonderful. Um. I will go with my first one out of two. Uh, this is, you know, I, I we've had Rich has been possible champion. I've been champion. Um, and I haven't had a chance to create anybody else. But I did have a visitor staying with me uh, for a, a little while uh, back in the uh, winter. So my good close personal friend, Andrew Zangri, created himself on this game. So my pick is Zangros. It is a hippie with a Triple H face on his T-shirt. Okay. Um, and it's he all checked out. And he has the laziest moves in the game. It's so all if that doesn't sound out. like if that doesn't sound like Andrew Zangri, I don't know what is. I told him I'd pick him eventually, so Zangros is my pick. Uh, Rich. Well, I was gonna do one thing, but then Spencer went and like had a very fun pick, <laughs> and now I want to have a very fun pick in the same vein. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with McGruff the Crime Dog. Oh shit! Ooh, yes, Damn. nice. Uh, give me another PSA backup. <laughs> Just the case. What the hell other Fallout Boy? Uh, uh, what? <laughs> from from Fallout? Not the band. Oh, I'm not oh. familiar. Uh, okay. Uh, I was gonna say that uh, that uh, that smoke detector voiced by Gilbert Godfrey is <laughs> gonna be my other guess. Uh, I'll just I'll just text you if I can't find McGruff the Crime Dog. Um. Yeah. If not McGruff the Crime Dog, then Predator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. You know, same thing. Yeah. Good. They kind of go hand in hand. Uh, Tope. Uh, it's. I'm actually embarrassed. I can't pick Edge again, so I will go with you two's the Edge. <laughs> <sighs> Can I automatically make that Bono when I can't find the Edge? Uh, who's another? Can you make it the lead singer of either Creed or Saliva? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So uh, Scott Stapp or the lead singer. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Or pull that up. Yeah. Schmott Schmapp. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. All, all that goes to shit, give me uh, Crag, Crag, Chad Kroger. No, right, so fuck you. You get Crag. 
<laughs> That's Chad Kroger with a krang in his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Look at those. Oh, I was going to try to do a krang impression. That's I can't it. do one, it turns out. Look at this photograph. Yeah, that's what, yeah exactly. Oh, fuck. You couldn't make it as a wise man. Oh, no. At this point, fuck it. Whatever I find, Tope, I'm just putting Krang on his stomach. And uh, a Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. I kept forgetting that Thanos still had a Hawaiian shirt every time I picked him. Uh, Wins everything pick is Kung Fu Panda, because that's just funny. Uh, originally, it was Bruce Lee, and he was like, no, I'm finally going to be fun. So he picked Kung Fu Panda. Uh, Tope, your second pick. And I haven't thought about this, so I will go with NBA legend and WCW superstar Dennis Rodman. Nice. The worm. The worm, Dennis Rodman. Very good. Hopefully I'll find uh, Bash of the Beach 97 instead of Bash of the Beach 98 because that means that he isn't drunk. Uh, My final anything pick uh, also leads into my second power that I'm using at the moment. Um, The champ is here! So, from all this research, I always find the most random things that nobody's ever downloaded. They're just very weird. And this particular uh, character uh, is extremely uh, off the wall and random. But his name also uh, harkens back to a very fun afternoon that Rich once had. So, my pick is The Baconator. And my power that I'm using is for every match that the Baconator wins, Rich will have to eat a Baconator. So if if, if Baconator wins his qualifying match and then wins the championship, that's at least two Baconators, and it would then go on to the next month. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) If the Baconator becomes champion and holds it for a very long time, Rich will have to continue to eat Baconators until he loses the title. You know, it's hard to find a Wendy's up here. But they're so here. Rich have, so Rich will have to make his own Baconator at home. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, exclusively on YouTube.com slash Podswoggle. Our new series, Rich Eat Baconators. Have you had a Baconator since that fateful day in 2007, Rich? What the fuck do you think? <laughs> Actually, I realize that is still kind of up in the air. No, I haven't. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like the only thing I get at Wendy's. I mean, granted, I only get one of them because I'm not disgusted. But, you know. <laughs> right, Exhibit cool, A, so that Chris Mullet does not actually care about his friends. <laughs> <laughs> I just, when I found it, it's, it's a giant guy with like a weird, like, uh, it looks like the Los Matadores mask, but it's made to look like a pig. Um, <laughs> it's just really weird. I couldn't pass it up. I'm sorry. I, is either that or Johnny Gargano, Rich? Which would you really have preferred? <laughs> Do I have to eat Baconators for Gargano, too? No. <laughs> what do you think? My, my pick is Johnny Gargano. And with every win, he's going to eat a Baconator. Uh, it's more. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very good. I'll have matches uh, for you later on um, to determine who would then meet Jeff Hardy in the chamber. Well, that's all of our uh, housekeeping stuff up front. Let's talk wrestling news. Who wants to get us kicked off with uh, events? There's been... Several since we last uh, actually recorded. What what, uh, what have people got? Well, we, we uh, Rich and I saw a couple of events. Yeah, we had a big wrestle weekend. We did. We kicked it Let's off at it. the uh, the freelance uh, pro wrestling show where we saw PCO do things he didn't need to do at all. 
Told you guys. He, I believe he, at one point, did a Canadian destroyer on the outside. On the stage. On the stage. Where we normally sit, but they said, no, we're putting our entrance up here because PCO is going to need to do a Canadian destroyer <laughs> less than three minutes into the fucking match on the stage. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like the first move of the match. The a second. Tope suicida. Yeah, the second was a fucking tope suicida by PCO. Here's, a, here's something that you always got to remember, too. He's also legally blind in one eye. So that's also fun because because the eye patch he used to wear wasn't a gimmick. It just that's awesome. He can't use one of his eyes. He looked like a wild man. He yeah. is. Yeah, he is. Okay, straight up. Okay, and he's the first entrant into Bola this year, which is fucking chef's kiss. That's good because I didn't recognize the majority of the Bola entrance names. Unfortunately, Bola. I'll kind of give you a quick rundown of those you probably are unfamiliar with. Uh, there's a lot of Dragon Gate guys, which is also very I exciting. I saw that. I was super down with that. Okay. Dragon Gate hasn't really had a um, a strong presence in America for a while. So you got Shingo, who is maybe the most underrated guy in Japan, has been for a very long time. Shima, one of the most uh, iconic wrestlers in Japan and a former winner of Bola. Wow. Uh, T-Hawk, who is another Dragon Gate uh, staple who Rich and I saw live with his former uh, partner, Ata. Was that his name, Rich? I cannot recall. Yeah. Um, so you got all those. And then you have um, uh, a lot of UK guys. So you have, uh, of course, Thatcher's back. You have Travis Banks, who mm. you just saw in yep. the WWE UK tournament, probably. Um Jody Fleisch, who's uh, been again, he was on like one of the first ROH shows ever back in 2002. The creator of the 720 DDT, figure that one out at home. <laughs> um, but he does it, and he and he's but he's like 50 years old now, probably. Uh, this literally looks like like there's like three guys here that are going to get ARP cards in like five years. <laughs> um, I'm going to ruin this name. Ilja... I thought this used to be at the American Legion Hall. I was just going there for a beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ilja Dragunov, I think he's the, like the new hot uh, wrestler in WXW where Walter comes from. He's like a Russian kid, super technical. He's like 22. Everyone like swears by him. Um, Puma King, I, I, that one I don't even know. I was like, are they, does Prince Puma just get like a week? Did Ricochet get a week off? <laughs> just trying to change gimmicks. And then you have a lot of like the new regulars over there, like Brody King, Robbie Eagles, uh, Darby Allens, the current Evolve champion. They're obviously trying to refresh and reboot. That's uh, what it seems like because I didn't recognize some new talent. I mean, you, like obviously, I'm not quite as plugged into the indie scene as, as some yeah. of y'all are, but I, I only know like other names you just mentioned, like Travis Banks is like really the only one I know. Yep, and, and then you also got yep Bandito. Apparently, has been killing it and some shows recently, so he's another face. You got you got Cobb, you got Jonah Rock, you mm, got Riddle. Um, uh, David Starr has been going on. Joey okay. Janela is probably going to try to kill somebody. Okay, um, so I know a little bit more than I realized. Yeah, there, there's, there's, they, they kind of sprinkle those in throughout, but it is largely a very, very fresh, uh, fresh roster. And I'm very That's excited fun. for that. Um, but also, there's uh, to be announced because when PCO kills himself before this show, <laughs> they're gonna yeah. have to, to fill, fill that spot. But anyway, you guys yeah. saw the freelance show, and the freelance show itself, the rest of it was also like very good. That was the good. first freelance show for either of us. Yes, very impressed. I would, I look forward to going to the to whatever the next one is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the night after that, we went to NXT TakeOver. Which was fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> Nothing of note really happened. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. Rich, Rich is a man of the people. At both the freelance show and the NXT show, he struck up a conversation with the, the guy next to him for like the entire intermission for the freelance show. And then 
at the NXT TakeOver show, the dude that he was talking to gave Rich his ticket to Money in the Bank the next night. Which is amazing. Yeah. I, when Rich texted us, I was like, that's crazy. Only, only I... Here's a shitty thing. I don't talk to wrestling fans that aren't my friends at wrestling shows. Yeah, <laughs> I and I barely do to... that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tope like doesn't make noise at wrestling shows. He just sits and watches. <laughs> I, I am so much a Japanese fan at wrestling shows. <laughs> really I clap. Is. I clap at the three count and I watch intently. <laughs> he wears unless a surgical a CZ, mask. Unless it's a CZW show, and then he will start chaining every object in the room with me. <laughs> um, but okay. uh, sorry, the yes movement. It's very yeah. true. We, uh, uh, but I went to uh, a TNA pay per view. It was the first uh, Kurt Angle match in TNA, Kurt Angle and Samojo, and I was super stoked for it. Went with a couple buddies, and of course I was standing because they didn't have fucking chairs because it's TNA. Um, <laughs> and the guy next to me was talking about how he flew over from the United Kingdom just to see this match, and he couldn't miss. And I was like, that's really really cool. And then he explained to me that he didn't have a way home. <laughs> He literally spent everything he can on a one-way ticket because it's all he could uh, afford, even though round trip is normally, like, it's included. Right. And uh, he thankfully didn't, like, ask for, like, money or, like, help or anything. But I was like, this poor fucking guy is stuck here in the impact zone forever, possibly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) At least he's seeing a really, really good match. And then Samojo tapped out. And I was like, oh, well, that's probably a bad decision. All right, well. See you later, buddy. <laughs> and that was like 13 years ago, so that's why I don't talk to wrestling fans anymore. And that was Drake Maverick. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to no, say. Well, actually, no, what? Thinking about it, that might have been fucking Grado. He looked just like it. <laughs> <laughs> he really looked just like Grado. So, yeah, so you guys were there live for NXT. Rich uh, returning to the scene of the crime mm-hmm. uh, a year later. How did you handle that live? You know, uh, I was animated. Uh, but I mostly appreciated it for the story that it was. It was awfully Shakespearean. Um, so that's not true, but it was still. <laughs> but it was a good storytelling. It was, yeah, fucking masterful storytelling. And uh, and yeah, I just I should just forfeit any pick I ever make on a match with those two, like ever. <laughs> I'm really happy you are now. I think. It's- like Owen oh, five with every Chompa Gargano. It's just I'm, I got too much fucking skin in the game. I'm too emotional. I can't make a clear decision. It's very very true. I was very happy to to watch. I think it's the first takeover like I've watched live in a while because I'm always like doing something. Um, actually, I think I watched like the last three matches and I had to go back and watch uh, the tag match. Um, I'd watch Oni Lorcan kill himself and. Uh, Velveteen Dream tried to kill Ricochet. That's, that was just a card of people trying to kill each other. And yeah. then Lars Sullivan falling down. Man, that was so sad. Lars Sullivan falling down, falling down, falling down. It was a good match. I mean, he yeah, had a really good performance. That's an unfortunate spot. Uh, Tope, as um, you know, you've kind of compared NXT, it's always like the NCAA basketball tournament, whereas WWE is just the NBA regular season. Um, how did that takeover stack up to you compared to the other ones? Uh, it was a good takeover, uh, but at the end of the day, even though they only have, what, four, maybe five of them uh, a year, um, it was a transitional takeover just to get to Brooklyn, which should be a great show. But, yeah, it was for what they usually do, it was good. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that it sets a precedent that, like, Chicago will be hopefully getting yearly takeovers. I'm very good with that. They should. Um 
Takeover should takeover should get. I mean, sorry, Chicago should get a weekend every single year because yeah. it's it is the best crowd of the year. They really are. Yeah. And specifically for Takeover, they were a very good crowd. Like yeah. well behaved. They like hit all the right like marks mm-hmm. and cheers and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, else was really cool. Uh, oh, absolutely. Like, no one was shitty at all. Yeah. And then, uh, but like from the start, cause we missed the, uh, the opening matches that they taped for, yeah. for, which TV. is my fault. Cause I forgot, mm-hmm. uh, that we we're in central time. Well, not only that, but they're also, Oh no, no. Yeah. That was just that. I was almost late for money in the bank. Cause it started a hour earlier. Mm. Um, but yeah. Uh, Spencer's favorite match of the night was that tag match. Tag match was hot. Which, like, mm-hmm. sure, you could totally expect Undisputed Era to, like, get a pop that blew the fucking roof off the building. But when Lorkin and uh, Birch were straight up getting booed. I was shocked. Spencer and I looked at each other like, what <laughs> fucking town are we in? What year is this? <laughs> I was completely but, like, that's just How much, like... The like the, the the metronome had to go acro- like to the other side. It's like we are cheering so much for Undisputed Era that, that gonna, if we do anything less than boo, yeah. we're all gonna feel weird. That's a good point. It's like we can only get to a ten out of ten for, for our love of Undisputed Era, so we have to then go negative yeah. for the other team to show how much we love. Yeah, that's exactly it what it was bizarre. And they like won them over by the end. Yeah, sure. but it was, so, but it was, it was like, still like fucking. Bizarre. It was one of the first times I've ever been caught completely off guard, like at a wrestling show. I expected more indifference than straight out booing because you figure it's both their first takeovers. Mm -hmm. And to be to be perfectly honest, after you know, besides the past like four months, they've largely just been job guys. So you know, it's you still figure that's a smart crowd, but they're not all like they're not completely smart like some people probably didn't know who they were and we're like oh those aren't the baby guys you know <laughs> so we're, we're not boo them you know yeah. what i mean so I, I guess so yeah um and then rich i'm very mm-hmm. curious as how your solo money in the bank experience was i had a great night by myself i went on a date by myself <laughs> and it was especially liberating when you just like because with TakeOver, you feel obligated to like stay glued to your seat because you don't want to miss a single fucking thing. Totally. But when the ticket is free and like there are a bunch of shitty matches during yeah. the show, like you can just explore the Allstate Arena. <laughs> you can just like see what's up with that yeah. building. You know? Nachos uh, in one hand. Yeah. Like you can go take a shit whenever <laughs> uh, and... Go get some uh, the, the the Roman Reigns Jinder Mahal match was great for me. I went and got some Dippin' Dots. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, and then the good, like again, it was still a good crowd, so the crowd made it feel like a better show. Mm. And that's happened a lot to us. Like I feel like there were two yeah. Hell in a Cell shows that we went to that we were like, man, that was a blast. And Tope that like ha- texts us going like, man, everyone's shitting on that show. <laughs> like, oh, we had so much that- fun. That hell in a show we went to with uh, with Dan and RJ in Atlanta, where we were just were like trash throughout it. We were like, "This is great!" And Toby's like, "Yo, this show blows." <laughs> That's like one of the first times, like, and we had known each other for like years, where we were just like in adamant disagreement about anything. Yeah, like, we were like, like, man, it's like every match is just blood. I'm like, I don't know. Me and Dan did the prime time players dance for like five minutes, <laughs> <laughs> which in retrospect, Tope, you were right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like the, the women's ladder match, uh, was 
very good. Better than the men's, in my opinion. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, don't give a shit about Ronda Rousey still. Like, live doesn't really make a difference for me. Uh, except I... when she almost fucking falls off the top rope. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was... God. That was... That was a collective butthole clench. It reminded me of that uh, that tag match uh, Kenny and Kota had against the Young Bucks, mm, where they mm-hmm. almost dropped one of yeah. the Young Bucks. But it was like just Ronda, so no one could save her. Right? Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say when she almost dropped uh, Nia Jax on both her top of her head and her neck at the same time with uh, that judo throw. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. When it was like, it was like no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I mean, that maybe played better at home because it seemed like that was. I love that match. The best, 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 best case scenario. Yeah, I was really that impressed that happened. Yeah, yeah, same. I agree with with Spencer, except yeah. the result of it. Um, That's the thing. Like, I was thinking about like the next day because I was like, "Wow, another pay per view I didn't really care for," and I was like, "Well, you know what? Like, I liked ninety five percent of mm-hmm. of the matches I was going to like. I liked." Those matches. There were peaks and valleys for sure. And the, but the Shinsuke AJ match was very, was very good. Satisfying. Right. It was just the actual the actual mm-hmm. outcome of the matches yep. that I didn't mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. I felt I've never felt more like Steve Austin recapping a show after that paper where I was like, God damn, did everyone bust their ass, right, worked yeah, hard. Right, right. Technically the matches were really good. It's just the decisions that played into them right. left a sour taste. That's all it was. It was um, just, yeah, like who won, who lost was the only thing I didn't care for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tope? Yeah, the, I guess I might be the one of the only people who was kind of okay with Alexa cashing in. I don't like what they're doing with her, but I'm if they're going to do it, just fucking hurry up and do it and just have Ronda win the title whenever she's going to win it so you can turn every single female on raw heels so she can just run through everyone <laughs> so she gets to charlotte which i think is gonna happen i think i think they because uh, we all mostly predicted the natty thing because they were going so heavy with it um but i think what it boils down to is alexa can do that double jointed thing with her arm so it's gonna look like ronda actually broke it uh and i honestly think that's it <laughs> that was as far as that decision went you might be right uh, and and also, uh, Alexa's ring IQ is just really high. Toby knows what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got no problem. I, I like Alexa. I've been on record. I like her. But it's just like, man, I'm, let's get a palate cleanser in here. It's a lot. Man. It's a lot. Yeah. It is It is legitimately getting, at least to me, reminiscent of that early 2000s, like, Triple H level of just like, is there, like, there's other people here. Yeah. Let's let one of them do something. Because right. also, my opposite, I've been saying to you guys forever, is that at the end of the day, at least Triple H is going to put on a good match every now and then. And Alexa is, like, scared to get fucking hit. Mm. <laughs> she didn't take one ladder bump or, like, anything that entire match. Do and it wasn't, like, go ahead. like a storyline. It, it wasn't, like, a storyline thing. It just seems like, like... Here, we're laying the match out. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. Okay, right. cool. Becky will do it. Is it too early? Like, maybe maybe this is something that will happen in the next year uh, with, with how many women are coming into, like, NXT in, in particular. But could we get a secondary women's title soon? Because I feel like that's maybe it. the cure for, for what ails us right now. Because it's like, there are so many women, and it's like, you know what, fine. Have Alexa be doing her thing, and Becky can be the IC champion. Or you even a, a tag title. A sure, tag title sure. is what I was going to reference, yeah. Um, I'd be. I, I think it'd be better if you just had. Yeah. No. I mean. No. Yeah. I was gonna come up with another idea, but no. That's exactly what you need. Because I was doing the math in my head, and like just on SmackDown yesterday, you had like Becky and Sonya in like a nothing match. Right. You know, 
but like it's for nothing. Same thing on Raw with the Riot Squad and Bailey and Sasha and exactly. all the undercards. So like, it's so easy to check know, out. I think numbers wise, it also makes sense because like people always wanted a secondary title in NXT. Granted, it wasn't on Takeover, but now you have that for. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably like twenty to twenty five singles guys in NXT, and I think you have that across both rosters of women. So yeah, yeah. I, th- I don't think it'll saturate it at all. Um, who knows? Hopefully, I mean, I, I I'd love that. Um, yeah, because it's like we have like half of the women in that in the line of the uh, money in the bank match. I would have been fine getting the briefcase. Like, sure, maybe Lex is even on that list too. But it was like if, if Lana would have won, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like that's fun and interesting, and unique. Like there wasn't really anybody I was like they did, super opposed to. They did a pretty good job in both matches, money in the bank matches, of giving you people that you would be happy right. for. To mm-hmm. see them win, right? So it's yeah. like, well, now you've shown that you don't want them in the main event mm-hmm. picture right now, at least. So like, they can't just be languishing on the. You can't even call it the mid card because it's like it's the no card, right? And well, I mean, everybody was happy about you know everything Money Bank except us, our Southern promoter friend who said Braun Strowman <laughs> had no chance whatsoever <laughs> to win uh, the Money Bank. Spencer, it was shaping up to be a really, really good pick'ems for pick'em weekend for you after you got a share of NXT first. Yeah, it was, but then that big bastard won that goddamn briefcase. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's still the big, it's still the big man era. Uh, I almost called you Chet. I don't know why I'm feeling it. We'll figure out what my name is later. (laughs) I I like a big man. Everyone knows I like a big man. Give me two or three big men at the same time. I don't give a goddamn. That's the most Jim Cornette thing I've ever heard. We'll figure out the goddamn name later. <laughs> <laughs> He's the fucking boogeyman. And then it just stuck. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, and again, ultimately, like, I, I'm i fine with it because I think it ultimately leads to... It basically means that at some point in the next year, Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns will be universal champions. So that means I'm very happy about it. Um, hopefully. Hopefully. Um... Yeah. Yeah. And now in the past couple weeks, things have kind of. So we have Extreme Rules next. We have Rusev in a world title match. We have. Uh, everyone's cut up on SmackDown, right? Oh, yes. Yes. So, I'm, I'm not, but. Dude. I'm never going to be. Uh, <clears throat> I'll you might, you might want to with this news. <clears throat> okay. Go ahead. Wait on me. Uh, so uh, the tag team titles on SmackDown. Bear with me. Hold on. I, I know you're already like, wait, what? Uh, their match, Extreme Rules, is going to be the Bludgeon Brothers, obviously, against a reunited tag team of uh, Team Hell No, Okay, Daniel Bryan and Kane. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Yeah, it was a great moment. Overheard or read somewhere, somebody, like, after last week when Daniel Bryan got attacked by the Bludgeon Brothers, like, oh, well, they're going to bring Kane in to, to tag with him, probably. And like hearing that, I'm like, man, I hope they don't do that. <laughs> and then even when, as it was happening this past Tuesday and Kane's music hit, I'm like, ugh, here, here we, we go. go. And then it happened and I had the biggest, dumbest smile on my face. I, it, I saw the gif of it and having never seen any of the Team Hell No matches, yeah. I was even like, fuck yeah. I was wondering if you were going to even like feel anything about it because you have no, no like, real I, frame of reference I was them. I was like, fuck, this is rules. Yeah, and like the way the crowd was into it. Yeah. And yeah, I it just like, it just had that well, je ne sais quoi that makes you fucking feel things. You know what it was? It was fucking real ass human connection. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and that, that kind of like leads to a little bit of a bigger uh, picture point in that like these last two, two, three weeks of Raw and SmackDown seem to be kind of like getting back on course to be like, oh, don't tell me that good shows. I'm sorry. I have to tell you these things. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They're still not like top to bottom yeah. T to B good shows. Sure. But there's a lot Some of good. There's there's more than just nuggets within them. Okay. That are good. That's good. Yes. Yeah. And you're also getting on every show. You're getting at least one three and a half, four star, like barn burner of a match. Yes. Like you're getting, you're getting, you've throughout all this, you've still been getting really good matches. Um, but you're also not getting, we're in that on the build of SummerSlam mm. like road. So it's not like anything groundbreaking, but it's also just not like, you know, on the treadmill, like stuff uh, is at least moving towards a destination. Yeah. They have a, uh, a, a target to point at. Okay. Is there, there's, is there still shitty shit happening? Sure. Is James Absolutely. Ellsworth back on my television? Absolutely. Oh, so did, he's did back San, for real, did huh? Did Sanity lose their first match yesterday? Yes, they did. I mean, yeah. what the fuck? Against who? Uh, Jeff Hardy and the Usos, who've well, never teamed together before ever. So <laughs> it was it started out as a U.S. Open challenge that Eric Young answered, and the match between him and Jeff Hardy was actually pretty good, a lot of but fun. It, yeah. it ended in a DQ, and then... During commercial, Paige came out, who's doing a very good job as general manager, by the way. Oh, that's good. Um, uh, and made it a three-way, and okay. then yeah, and then they lost that. So that was not great. But <clears throat> there's still like, why is Vince such a vindictive piece of shit? Because he didn't make it. God damn it! Well, and even then, when they debuted the week before. There were zero mentions of NXT mm-hmm. at all. They are doing everything they can to like further. That's why like there weren't any like vignettes or whatever, any bumpers or anything like that. Yeah. Like when that, you said it was their first match, off. I was like, yeah. that can't be right. And I was like, well, yeah. shit, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know who yeah. should be sta- who should just stay in NXT for five years? Just like wait Vince out. All of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you saw my riddle. That? Yeah. yeah. Motherfucking <laughs> War Machine, dude. War Machine are look like a million dollars dude did you see their match they just had on the nxt like the the takeover pre-show basically against the mighty against the mighty no. watch it okay it's like a five minute match so like okay. it's it's like a nothing match but uh-huh. like every move they they do is like a crazy like really cool dynamic like it, they look good i am um, i i i want to share tr- hesitantly that everything Rich has said about the Bludgeon Brothers, I feel about War Machine. <laughs> or War Raiders. Oh, yeah, War Raiders, yeah. Or, or whatever they're called. Granted, I'm also not a big The Mighty Neil 61 flavor. <laughs> it's just either. The Mighty. And I, I know I, it is I now. like The Mighty a lot. I always you have. always have. You always have. Um, but I, I feel the same way about War Raiders. Have you watched I one of others? Huh? Have you watched one of their matches? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've watched. It just, they just do nothing for me. Okay. They just don't. They just don't. I'll take Harper all day mm. on his own, <laughs> please. <Yeah. laughs> Out of everything, I'll just take that. Um, but yeah, I just don't know why. I, I think it's like the the powers of pain steampunk thing. I just Viking. can't get into. I don't it. think you know what steampunk is. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's steampunk. Uh, what am I thinking? I of? mean, they're straight up Vikings. But yeah, yeah, that whole. I, I don't know any of that crap. Okay. Um. You like crap. <laughs> I mean, you like the you man like. whose favorite NFL team is the Minnesota Vikings. 
<laughs> I told you it's crap. <laughs> I know. I've lived through it. It's utter crap. Uh, speaking of crap, if we can pivot a little bit, if I don't know if we had any other WWE things to talk about. What a briefly while we're in the uh, in the realm here. I know I, I, I messaged it. I know no one's like caught up at the moment, and I haven't watched this week's episode. But I just want to say, so I can be wrong in like three weeks when it gets great. That uh, season four of Lucha has not got off to a strong start. Um, it, it, Richard, it did not. Okay. <laughs> it has not. Um, I'm, I'm trying to avoid any kind the, of. Uh, what the fuck? Uh... Aztec warfare. And it's bad, huh? Yeah. It was. It was. The, it was undoubtedly the worst of the four uh, by a, a wide margin. That's not because Tommy Dreamer was in it. Um, that didn't help. Uh, just was wasn't booked well at all. Um, again, it's hard for me if I'm not spoiling things. There's a new character that's taking up a lot of time. Um, that's just not working. Uh, Jack Swagger's there now, also, so that also doesn't help. What? Um, yeah, Jack Swagger just got introduced last week as the Savage Jake Strong. Um, lost his first match. Uh, granted, it was a six-man tag, and then he broke Famous B's ankle because Famous B's the one that brought him in. And now he's doing like instead of we the people, he's just beating his chest and going strong. Um, I'll <laughs> get him over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll get him on your side. Just uh, really weird so far. Uh, I'm waiting for this week's is a as a three-way grave consequences. Those are always good. So hopefully that picks it back up. But I'm gonna try to make sure that I mention where are they going to end the season if aztec warfare is how they start ultima lucha yeah it's still in ultima lucha aztec's normally like in the middle is aztec warfare the the like um, the rumble rumble. Rumble. okay okay yeah yeah that's normally like near like the the end of the first uh like the first quarter or the middle i know this is a shorter season and it was very much you know they kind of did a reset also in a new venue um Mm. it just was very much booked like it, it didn't have any of like the high spots or the fun that the other ones did. It was very much booked to one person's favor, um, and it, it did its job. But um, we'll see what happens from there. I, I want know. you guys to catch All up I so know, I can speak a little more freely. Yeah. I'm I'm actually been doing a pretty good job actually catching up uh, from good. season three. Um, the one main thing I, I guess I know some other things because I've heard other. Shows mm-hmm. talk about it, and they are a little bit more lukewarm, not as negative, but like, like yeah, it's 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 good so far. The one, the main the takeaway for me is that Vinny Massaro got slammed onto a, a pizza, which, <laughs> like, I don't know, that sounds pretty great to me. All right, so that's a, that's so a good spot. That's just a good spot. That's creative. Vinny Massaro was the best part of that whole match because he comes out looking like how Vinny Massaro should look. Yeah. The pizza guy meets him at the bottom of the stairs to yes. give him the pizza. Fuck, so Vinny Massaro is in this match and ordered the pizza to be delivered outside of the ring. <laughs> Gets into the ring. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he takes a piece of pizza out of the pie and offers it to Pentagon. Pentagon, I think, either like accepts it and then hits him and then and then does the Pentagon driver onto the pizza and eliminates it. <laughs> So, uh, Rich, it is still not too late. <laughs> week of the week. I guess he ordered it with Sierra sausage. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't even make sense. It no, doesn't. Well, <laughs> it's a, it's week of I the week. I couldn't think of a, of a <laughs> topping you, that you ended could, you, with, a, with an O. Yeah, that was the problem. 
So that's my that's my quick lucha report. Uh, uh, but outside, so we already did the main roster. Do we miss anything? Main roster WWE. But oh 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 yep. oh, Tope, I'm sure you know what you want to talk about. Uh, I don't even know. Well, you ain't uh, shit, Tope. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm not. Wait, which one? What? Bailey. Oh, Jesus Christ! I I forgot. We forgot about that. Dude. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot about that because I'm still kind of upset about it. But it was fucking awesome, and I don't know how to feel right now. I really don't know how to feel about that. That was another. I, sorry, go ahead. No, it's because it's like I don't want her to get Shinsuke, where she just fucking kicking Sasha in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest. It doesn't have that vibe at all. This is another one where, like, if you see it on paper mm-hmm. or, like, when it first starts to happen, you're like, oh, kind of rolling your eyes. And then there was so much fucking fire and intensity in this segment, specifically from Bailey, mm-hmm. that it not just, like, conveyed itself to you through the screen, but the crowd was going fucking crowd was insane. bananas. Well, you know, and and remember. The it I couldn't help but think, as I'm sure plenty of other people, like this is probably what it would taste like if later in that show Roman turned on Seth. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing with Bailey, uh the commentary team wasn't selling it like it was a heel turn. They were so- yeah. selling it like you're like finally, like she's sticking up for herself. Some of them were uh, like, sure, well, sure, that's sure. the thing. It's like that, uh, it's hard I, to tell. Commentary is so fucking hard because they're all over the place and they're all like occupying different viewpoints. Yeah, you're right. And like different fucking shades of gray. And you, like, at least with like, I love Graves. I, I very much enjoy. It. I'm I'm getting a little burnt out on everyone telling everyone to shut up. Mm. Um, but the thing that helped when you just had straight up like heel commentators like heel color commentators is like it was black or white like you knew yeah and and, and if they and they would just twist things right you know like to suit their argument whereas like graves can sometimes be playing a heel uh commentator on a guy and then make a perfectly fucking valid point like later on and go like oh yeah well i guess i should like that nigel mcginnis does the same thing Sure. Where it's yeah. like, are yeah. you the heel commentator? Right. And like, I like the idea of like there being nuance uh, as far as like the way Graves hates Cor- or uh, uh, Elias, you know? And right. like, if Elias were to ever have like a big old baby face turn, he would still have to sit, keep the same position. But it just does kind of make it a little, um, a little, I don't know. A little more amorphous at times. It muddies the water. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I was going to say the same thing. It was like, I like, it's all going to be based on the follow up. Like, yeah. that could easily still be, like, not a Bailey heel turn. Like, that could just be, I mean, frustration. Well, it could it be probably, nothing. Yeah. It could, yeah. It could, it could, it, next week, she'd be like, you know what? I'm sorry. And well, we they start are, over this all yeah. over again. <laughs> they are going to counseling. Yeah. I heard that. Which, when I heard, which I can't wait for that, them going to counseling, I was also like, Oh man, this is gonna be a shitty segment. But then I remember the last time people went to counseling and, and fucking, got uh, extra reminded of it the next night 
with fucking Team Doc- Hell now. Oh, was Doctor Phil was the glass console? I remember. Oh God, I forgot <laughs> that. Doctor Phil happened. ruled. Doctor <laughs> Phil was really good at what he did. Yeah, because I remember being like, "Fuck Doctor Phil," and then I watched it, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, Doctor Phil!" He makes good it's points. Like, yeah, it's like was Doctor Phil just better at being a wrestling personality than like many people? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, min- uh, minus the physicality, he Dr. is a wrestler. Doctor Shelby. Yeah, he was the counselor for Daniel Bryan and Kane okay. uh, when they were first Team Hell No. Okay. Started as Team Friendship. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, it was one of those things where you see what's happening and you, and you want to go, this is very dumb. This is bad. This is silly. This is not worth my time. Right. And then as it progresses, you're like, fuck, this is... Very clever and very enjoyable. And you get and you get a uh, Kane recapping his career in a minute and a half in the best way ever. It was amazing. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, I have a counseling uh, graduation segment. I was like ten minutes and ended with a hug where the crowd popped like it was fucking <laughs> the Rock returning. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, a so. a recreation of the scene from when Harry met Sally <laughs> at uh yep. at that uh what was it Katz's deli yeah uh kane got to call larry king a goblin to his face <laughs> don't forget about that one it was a yeah, great daniel run bryan. daniel bryan getting caught by kane in the rumble and looking like they might kiss <laughs> yep it was very close. at one point we literally wanted them just to make out in the that'd ring. be so i would oh. love that also, just so uh, Spencer's aware how 2013 this all was, this all started almost with a Daniel Bryan-Charlie Sheen match. Yeah. Wow. Charlie Sheen was queer to wrestle, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it was five years ago, man. Everything was different. Yeah, yeah, that's true, true. Yeah, he called uh, – uh, Charlie Sheen called out Daniel Bryan to wrestle. Basically, it was at SummerSlam via Skype. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yep. Oh, God, that's right. Man. Yep. And they were like, oh, yeah, we can't do this. Uh, Kane's here. Close enough. And then Charlie Sheen like scopped in, skyped in, and was like, "Yeah, Dana Bryan's Tiger Blood isn't winning uh, 2013 things." Yeah, those are the, yeah, that's the catchphrases you know it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about it. So yeah, so so if we get any of that from Sasha and Bailey, hey, at least it's something. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see. I just love that this company has made Sami Zayn and Bailey heels. <laughs> It's on the main roster before they've turned Bobby Roode or Bobby Lashley or um, who else is way better as a heel? Uh, everybody. Every- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for Johnny Gargano to get called up rich in like three weeks in. He's like punching little kids in the front row. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because you and I saw him do enough indie heel work to know that he's got a whole other fucking bag of tricks to pull out. Gargano is an amazing That's cool. heel. Yeah, he, he is. I, I think he is a much better babyface. Just like, despite everything we loved about heel Rollins, Rollins is a babyface. Like, mm-hmm. it, it just isn't. I think Gargano is at this point. He'll have a fun run, but you know, yeah, uh, we'll see it eventually. Everyone will turn fucking heel except Roman Reigns and John Cena, and we'll have to fucking deal with it. Um. Well, how about speaking of uh, babyface uh, turns? How about uh, Pete Dunne in the UK tournament? He's basically a babyface at this point. He is a babyface. I mean, he's basically been a babyface babyface for a while. Sure, sure, (laughs) but like it really got solidified when he's in the ring with Mustache Mountain, who are like definitively good guys in the WWE canon. 
British strong style yeah, yeah, all the way, yeah. and there you go. And also, he's in the ring against spoiler, 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 spoilers. If you haven't watched or if have any results or whatnot, um, against Zach Gibson, who pretty much everyone says is like the best heel in the UK because he's just very easy to hate. And I'm like, yeah, that's Pete Dunne. Oh, that's how much this guy's supposed to hate him? <laughs> Pete Dunne, that face is now an actual face? That was the other thing that like, solidified. It was like, oh, this guy is very clearly the bad guy. Uh, and and WWE is clearly like they, they booked it to make sure that Pete Dunne is the good guy, you know? So, yeah, man, it, those fucking matches that Zach Gibson were wrestling, man, like he, he won. Uh, every time he won, it was with... Uh, his fucking whatever the name of the finisher was like Stanford Gates or yeah whatever the fuck it was just like fuck you for winning like this it was just like oh I hate you so much yeah I'm mm-hmm. only like winning with some shitty like Cobra Clutch kind of shit yeah I'm only the like that first round that first televised round of matches yeah. through the tournament and nobody else was booed like nobody else was booed no. I don't think no. everyone was like vehemently against yeah him. Um, and, but yeah, so far so good. Um, he's a, he's a, he's a hell of a heel. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the other matches are very good. It just kind of bummed me out to, to see the venue so empty. I don't, I don't don't notice. Not empty, but there's a ton of just like two seats, three seats Mm -hmm. over there, one seat over there. Just like. Last year's tournament was like fucking packed to the rafters. Sure. And this year was just kind of like this year was kind of like oh, World Cup's happening right now, huh? Exactly. Yeah, big bigger venue and competition is you know it, it, it's chalked up to it. The real test will be when they're actually over there four or five times a year to tape NXT UK, yeah. which I find interesting, especially after the Fox deal is finalized and the reports from today that Fox Sports One may want NXT on a weekly basis on their channel really hmm. mm-hmm. uh they, they wouldn't like confirm or deny anything they said they're obviously just looking for whatever you know the best content to fill whatever but it would kind of make sense to have one of those shows possibly on network to you know they wouldn't be live but it would still you know probably be better ratings whenever they're putting on at those times anyway and then you have the other product still as like a network exclusive for people to pay their ten dollars a month and get there only Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll tell you what, man. The the day two of the uh, of the tournament is sick. It's really it's like up there with Takeover as like the best show of the month. It's um, basically a mini Takeover because there's like what two just genuine like NXT matches. I think like two or three. Yeah, like yeah. The the mat the the day started out with a uh, tag match of uh, Mustache Mountain versus uh, Undisputed. Oh Air. yeah, the tech yeah the tech title match. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't want to talk about, but I will say was very good. <laughs> Yeah, every, everything I, I'm behind as well. I know all the results and whatnot, but I want to um, make sure I take time to watch. Uh, also, something I haven't had a chance to fully watch, but I've seen most of. want to make sure people take the time to watch and appreciate is the WWE 24 on the Hardys. Mm. Uh, yeah, that, that was... That blew my fucking mind. <laughs> like, things I've seen of that. It, I haven't got like, to it yet. It's it was on immediately after Money in the Bank, and I was like like making lunches, doing like like housework before I went to bed, and um, I was catching bits and pieces. I was walking by, and like flat out, there's just like behind the scenes TNA footage on it. It's like what? That's crazy. <laughs> like like literally, they have like like when Bischoff goes into the ring to tell like Sting and Jeff Hardy that Jeff Hardy's fucked up and this match is over. Like you get to hear what Bischoff is saying. <laughs> 
they originally on the pay-per-view they originally had that in the commercials for it they like just clips from it or just like you know in the background and then they edited it out but yeah it's there was also some amazing behind the scenes wwe stuff like uh, both of their runs were like they're filming vignettes or filming like interviews and like matt hardy's like passed out doing an interview for them (laughs) jesus like Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy are on mic walking through a field filming something talking about how they have to buy like booze or drugs off of somebody and fucking Rebby Sky has to be like you're mic'd <laughs> like like and it makes me think oh my god how much of this do they have for everybody we will never see yo <laughs> I am so interested and intrigued but uh, I haven't finished watching the whole thing but what I saw was the best 24, and that's saying something because all the wow. 24s have been amazing. So yeah. Better than season three? Uh, man, I... Oh, fuck. And now this is Podswoggles. <laughs> of the week. I love 24 season one through three. It's so good. <laughs> I was such a big 24 mark. Like yeah, your fault. Man, when, that, when that clock ticked down, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, Tony Almeida, I, I, like, Pedro Serrano will always be Dennis Haysbert's number one role. Oh, fuck but yeah. him as the president of that show yeah. is, a, is a strong 1B. Not to mention Xander Berkeley fucking kills it in uh, season yeah. two. Oh God! When Xander, oh all right, Spencer and I are doing this real quick. When Xander Berkeley, like <laughs> uh, he's the one that like saves the day and he makes and, the plane go down. Exactly. Did he, like, airplane? Yeah. I don't. I don't remember, but yeah, he uh, he saves the day. Oh, despite the fact that Elisha Cuthbert tried to ruin that show every minute she was on screen, getting attacked by like a tiger or some shit. <laughs> oh man, I went back and watched T uh, two. Xander Berkeley is the uh, the stepdad in T two. Yeah, stepdad. Mm-hmm. Man, so like watching. 24 and then watching Terminator 2 I'm like oh hell yeah Xander Berkeley's gonna f- fuck some fools up nah he doesn't what? trust me <laughs> trust me he nope. does not <laughs> one thing I'm sad about uh, being behind on Walking Dead now is that Xander Berkeley is uh, on that show now on uh, oh yeah basis. oh how far As behind a, are you uh, like a season and a half okay yeah yeah he's the uh, the mayor of like he's the hilltop or whatever the fuck yeah. yeah he's like the perfect guy to play Gregory yeah so welcome to Sloggle uh <laughs> I'm your host, Mullet. Spencer is here. Tope and Rich have quit. <laughs> so this Xander week, Berkeley we dive in the, We have Xander Berkeley's high school acting coach on the line now. Uh, all right, where were we? Um, I think we covered. <laughs> man, we totally went off so there. fucking yeah. derailed. So I guess I mean, the, the closest thing I could say is I didn't get a chance to watch that Hardy documentary because. After Money in the Bank, I went to the Steak and Shake and got a fucking Frisco melt. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I hell fucked yeah. it in the store. <laughs> you didn't even wait till you got home, huh? No. Yeah. Um, um, I guess I wanted to watch that 24 so we, documentary before uh, July 2nd, because that's when my network subscription ends. Oh, man. Well, that's okay. Just make up a fake email and get it for free. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just remember the email that you, you have and just do it. I, I really should be doing that, but, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, when I canceled, it uh, gave me had, a few options. Like, why are you canceling? And one of the options was, I don't like the booking. And I was like, yup. <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. I mean, well, they didn't say it that op- way. Okay. They didn't okay, say it that sorry. way. But it was like, the story's bad. And I was like, that's the one, chief. Nope. <laughs> well, they've listened. They're getting better. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, shit, I should have canceled way earlier. That's my bad, y'all. On the last episode, did we talk about the New Day versus the Elite at we did. I, 
Okay, we good. did. I just want to make that's what talk about it again because it was the best book thing in wrestling ever. Yeah, it was amazing. I've never been so enthralled with two grown men eating peppers for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, as, as the culmination of something. How, how were they overselling that? Because I don't know peppers. I don't know they weren't. Uh, no, how, they weren't. How good is Kenny Omega at everything like wrestling related when he <laughs> he managed to tell a good story with peppers like yeah he also like he read the out. crowd and was like no i need to do this also he's great at storytelling because if you watch the actual gameplay he is incredibly better than xavier woods like he is apparently a in japan like ranked player that's crazy and woods is which is like which is good like, fine but like yeah. he's not that so kenny basically i feel like like let it get to the ultimate game just for the sake of like Drama. <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, it was amazing. And here's hoping that it's the first of many things that, that could happen from that because that could be huge and could be interesting. They're acting like uh, this, and, uh, so. uh, Here's hoping. I, I, I look forward to them interrupting the main event of All In. Um, um. <laughs> Shit, that's that's don't even don't that's um another y'all want y'all want punk y'all really want new day yeah <laughs> what... yeah yeah punk fuck punk punk will probably get like a lukewarm reaction honestly like not like no cheers or booze either way probably just like oh cool he came out people but, be excited it'd be like but at first, you hear like the yeah, huge pop for the song. Yeah. So oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like but oh it, all right. But if you just heard ah Chicago, fucking, you'd lose your fucking poop my pants. Yeah, you totally. <laughs> uh, that's all, oh my god. The uh, as far as like other relationships uh, that are going on as well. Um, Hideo Itami is going to be working a Noah no, match. Huh? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is against Marafuji, yeah. his old tag team partner, and basically his old shoe, as it's known, and you know his old reliable. That's fine. You know they they've started they've been doing that for a while with Progress and ICW and Evolve. Evolve. Adam Cole just defended the North American title in Evolve. Okay, congratulations, um, congratulations, Walter, for not killing Adam Cole. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Adam Cole is gonna get called up as a babyface. Watch. Um, <laughs> I hate you. I can't wait for Tomasa Ciampa to be uh, the next No Way Jose on the main roster. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, like, they're starting to seep into Japan and other Japanese promotions and stuff like that. And um, it's all just very interesting to keep an eye on. That is. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this is probably an off my conversation, but fuck it. So, progress is going to be coming through Chicago. Really? Um, Ooh. And it's going to be a double build day. Like earlier in the day, it's going to be evolve, and then at night, it's going to be progress. Wow. Um, I hope you enjoy that show because guess what day in August it is? I don't even. Oh. Yep. I don't know what that means. Well, what? It's going to be August eleventh. Yep. What stops us from going to any wrestling shows? Weddings. Fucking weddings. I ain't going to any weddings. Yeah, that's why I said you oh, can enjoy okay. that show. So I literally will be the one I, enjoying yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will not <laughs> be there. Uh, yeah, I ain't going yeah. to no motherfucking weddings. Yeah, I ain't going to no weddings. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Spellman ain't going to be at no fucking wedding. <laughs> the, only... the only wed I'm wearing is a seersucker suit, goddammit. <laughs> 
Oh, I don't even know what drop to make for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to come up with a new one because it's definitely my new recurring character. He's fucking dueling banjos or some shit. I love him. I could just do the Midnight Express theme just because I like hearing it. It sounds sure. like Fortnite, but it's not Southern at all. It's just what? the actual it theme needs, to the film Midnight Express. It needs to be a quick, like a quick sting because I'm just going to be doing like one or two lines, like five just, times an episode. Yeah, that's, yeah. Fine. that's perfect. Um, um, did we want to talk for a second or I want to talk for a second about Leo Rush. He just debuted on 205 Live. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see his match or not. He, uh, 205 he's... Live in general, sorry, before you get mm-hmm. into that, um, is putting out like yeah. at least one must-see match, uh, an episode. It's crazy. They're, yep. yeah, They're on a it, fucking it, crazy it, roll. It's good. Yep, sorry. It's good. Hey, Leo Rush just looks good. He's got a character dialed in right now. He's uh, yeah. he's the man of the hour. He already is like very good with his character work. He's like very cocky, but mm-hmm. in like a, like a big dick energy kind of way. You know what I mean? I was... Hoping someone would say fucking big dick energy. That's the word of the fucking night. Yeah, yeah. He's got some VD a little bit. Uh, but just like he just comes out. Like, first of all, his promo's cocky. Or the uh, the vignette before the match is cocky mm-hmm. as shit. Hanging out by EC3's pool. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then also just taking like uh, post match videos with Topanga from Boy Meets World. <laughs> I miss that. <laughs> but like, as, as like the, the bell rings for the match, and he's just like in the corner. Just taking his bracelet off for like a full minute. Just like I got up and got water. Yeah. Like made myself a glass of water with ice and everything. Yeah. Came back and he was still taking his fucking bracelet off. Just like tell my Kyoto to hold up. Like, hey, hold on, hold on, Kyoto, hold on. <laughs> yeah, they're basically doing uh like the I kind of feel like early MVP stuff with him and that like he's this like big money contract guy who feels entitled. Mm, yeah. And he's the perfect guy to do that because First, it's there's some realism to the character. I feel, I feel like yeah. based on things that have been reported about him. So, hey, let him let him be himself yeah, a little bit and, and dial into it. And after the match, he had a, uh, a little interview in the ring and fucking sounded good. Sounded real good. Do so, it. I'm excited for him. Yeah, I got confused as fuck when I saw his tights. I'm like, they gave him a moth gimmick, and I was like, oh yeah, man of the hour. <laughs> took me three, took me three, real, three hours to realize that fu was Felix Unger. <laughs> Uh, I thought we were going to segue briefly as we're starting to wrap up here on a little New Japan. I want to make sure that everyone knows that uh, despite our schedule, we're going to try, Rich and Spencer and I, to have a G1 uh, special uh, podcast where we're going to we're, we're all going to do picks, right, and see see yeah. who wins. I start I've started and stopped like four times, and then I lost my list, so I have to start <laughs> over. <laughs> it sucks. The picks are impossible. I also just want to make sure I track it the right way because last year Spencer and I were like after each day messaging each other like, "Whoop! I went three and two. Oh fuck! I went one and four <laughs> in like five days." And we're like, "I don't fucking know. <laughs> this is impossible." Yep. I want. I want like. I want either Tope or Augie to join us. I think both would equally be hilarious. I was about to say, can we? You guys are varsity. Me, Witten, and Augie are JV, oh, and sure. we just have two separate brackets. <laughs> yes, I love that. Absolutely. Whoever. Okay. So for next year, whoever gets last in varsity is on JV, and whoever got first yeah, in JV. Shit, it's like Premier League. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, like Premier League. Yes. Also, uh, I want to make sure that it's known. Not it for explaining to Augie this, like, what round robin is. Oh, fucking And, like, no. how to do Because <laughs> I have to still, after eight years, call him every single Sunday there's a pay-per-view and go match by match and tell him, okay, now give me your points. <laughs> so I'm going to go, all right, Okada versus Big Bad Luck Folly. Okada versus Tanahashi. And he's like, wait, how many guys this, uh, matches this guy wrestling in one day? <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
Augie probably thinks Round Robin is when him and his buddies go fuck a girl named Robin. <laughs> In a red Robin. <laughs> In a red Robin. God damn it. So yeah, so that's coming up soon. Uh... So we'll, we'll talk mostly that in the next couple weeks, but uh, B Block looks sick. Is that one with a. Uh, yeah, it's got Omega and Abushi in it? Mm hmm. It also has Naito in it. It also has Zack Sabre Jr. in it. Yeah. It also has. There's one other person I'm like, they're in that block? It's, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's nuts. Um, it's a dope us rap name as well, B Block. B Block. <laughs> Or a sad stutter in a prison. Um, <laughs> what else, boys, for news before we um, we wrap it up and hit the mailbag? I listened to and... uh, St- Stone Cold's uh, podcast. I had uh, Enzo Mori on it. Oh, I'm glad it, somebody did. Dude, it really humanized Enzo. And I was like, motherfuck, am I getting gaslit right now? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you uh, are. Because uh, uh, <laughs> also, so I two just of his biggest, two of his biggest supporters back in the day. You absolutely okay, are. Yeah, okay. and I, I made a point. The dude has a gift of gab. I, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the whole fucking. Yeah. That was his whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and and I made it a point not to listen to it because I didn't want to give it a download. Totally. And I did read some quotes, and it turns out, yeah, Paul Vex a pretty good goddamn judge of character. <laughs> yeah, you're all right. this time, that's... Triple H has been right. He's, oh god, I gotta go throw the fuck up. He's <laughs> he's getting more vindicated by the motherfucking day. Yeah. Just think about <laughs> anyone that's ever had an ill word to say about Triple H mm-hmm. and let history man. bore it out. Man. It's fucked up. RVD's Bob Monkey and Chris Jericho just doesn't have it. He's right. <laughs> he's right. Look, we're not a hundred percent about everything, but <laughs> Um. Yeah. Do we, was Big Cass already released when we recorded last? No. Right. No. 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 no, no. He, but we, I. I think I did joke that it was going to happen, and then I was right. Yes, you <laughs> joked that it was going to happen. We had a funny mailbag about it, and then um. Yeah, I I like this. Uh, I like this potential new era of like a no assholes policy. No assholes. Bring it on. We need it. Uh, yeah, Spencer, the, you should have realized you were getting gaslit when he was talking about the fact that he's going to be like the biggest star in the world with his music. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been right, right there. You know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad somebody brought that up because that was the one thing that I forgot from my list. And I think, Toby, we're forgetting anything? We're missing anything? Uh, I have two things real quick. Sure. Just a uh, reminder that. James Elworth will be wrestling Asuka on Tuesday. Is that true? Why not? And uh, Kevin Owens has to live his fantasy this weekend. <laughs> Kevin Owens on stage with Shania Twain. 2018 has been a weird fucking year when that's not cracking the top 15. <laughs> I get the Canada thing, so I guess it's not really that weird. But um... No, but it was a long segment. It really <laughs> she was. She was on Raw. No, 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 no. He was at her. Uh, no, but it was a long segment of the fucking concert. Oh, uh, Rich, how dare you not live in that fucking moment and tell him, yes, that she was on Raw. <laughs> we could have had him. What is the crossover between Shania Twain fans and Kevin Owen fans? Canada. Apparently a lot. He was. Yeah, what province were they in? He was fucking over. Okay. Uh, that's fun. 
I mean, I mean, he's been like, like very vocal on Twitter for a couple weeks. A couple weeks because he messed up the date of the show, so he was like, "Tonight I get to live my dream." Blah 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 blah. And he was like, "No shit, it's next week." And then he called himself an idiot on Twitter. He started <laughs> trolling himself on Twitter. <laughs> he fucked up the dates of the Shania Twain song uh, show. That's great. And then, uh, yeah, and then it turns out Shania Twain's a hack and doesn't know the lyrics to her own fucking song. But you said if uh, he beats Braun Strowman, she'll play the song "When" for him. So, so I look forward. I look forward to Braun Strowman throwing Shania Twain through the roof of a building in a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, oh, also the cast of Glow was at SmackDown yesterday as well. That's fun. for this past week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, uh, and uh, you had to say and uh, Topanga Lawrence, whose name I'm forgetting. Danielle Fischel. Danielle Fischel. Let's go, girls. Hey, there it is. Bring oh, it yeah. <laughs> yeah, tying it all back into Shania. Um, also, uh, we said it in a private text chat, but I want to make sure it's known on the record of the show. Um, I'm going to beat Rich to it the second time. Sami Zayn will not be booked for SummerSlam. Poor guy. Re- it, it explains the Money in the Bank match, though, to be perfectly honest. Oh, sure. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, they did That's it to basically it. protect him. Uh, I was reading the article that explained he's... Uh... He's out with uh, two torn rotator cuffs, one in his left shoulder and one in his right shoulder. So if you were wondering where the rotator cuffs were located in your body. <laughs> was was that his injury from his debut against Cena? Or did, mm-hmm. it was just like a separate shoulder thing? Yeah, I don't think that was a rotator cuff. Okay. Because I was worried that like, it's something that's just it's been just lingering. It's be a nagging thing. Yeah, because I know like like there was also a thing that like he was like numb in his fingers and hands on one side for a while and just like oh Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. He's taken a lot of dumb bumps over the years, so it's one of those things where it's like, how fill is your card? But um if anything he got to go out in a blaze of glory, and by that I mean beating a Bobby Lashley in an obstacle course as a heel. <laughs> uh, we're done, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's what I'll say. Yeah. Um, so Rich, I'll take it over to you for our mailbag before we hit up the plugs. Cool. Uh, our first uh, submission is from Stan the Dry Bear on Twitter. Uh, subject: Standing up. If Baron Corbin is now going as the constable, and that just kind of trails off. And then uh, any any Deep Space Nine heads on the uh, <laughs> the, on the podcast right now? Because he goes on to say. I'm hoping that this leads to my fantasy Deep Space Nine crossover, and he slowly turns into Odo. I got nothing on that. Man, I feel like... I don't. Yeah. I'm the guy that should have like known that, and I really let him down, having never watched a single episode of that show yeah. my entire 30 years. Seven of uh, nine. How, That's all I got. How did, he, how did he spell Odo? O-D-O-O? O-D-O-O? One O. Oh, well, O-D-O. Got it. Uh... Man, even Googling it, I got nothing. <laughs> this isn't like Baron Corbin at all. <laughs> but I do like the, uh, the, picture. the fact that Corbin is now basically playing corporate Kane and just wrestling in his business casual gear, <laughs> vest included. He looks like a fucking hotel bartender <laughs> just just now became a wrestler. Yeah, like he needs to break up a fight real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, I was trying to put my kinda. finger on it. That's perfect. Um, our next submission... Uh, is from Suit Williams. Suit. Suit. Uh, it is the subject. Yeah, we kind of did forget to talk about this. Australia Super Show. Uh, ah, yeah. 
Yeah, with this big pay-per-view announced for Australia later this year, will WWE stop being cowards and give us Brock Lesnar versus Peyton Royce? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. I just want to see the Billy K. Paul Heyman, Heyman promos back and forth. <laughs> is is Brock Lesnar booked for that Matt, that show? Don't think no. so, but you know That'd what is? Huh. Uh, Triple H oh, sure, okay, versus sure. The Undertaker. Okay. That's End of an era. Yeah. Again. <laughs> but yeah so i guess just wwe is just doing these like massive blowout shows for hire now yeah i, guess I can't I... wait go ahead Spencer. no i don't want to talk about saudi arabia <laughs> i was gonna say man i really hope the uh i really hope the uh is it a president of australia or what do they have prime minister that feels prime minister? Right. all right i hope the prime minister of australia is more up to date on his fucking uh, wrestling, so that he doesn't ask for fucking yeah. uh, Davy Boy Smith <laughs> to yeah. deal with bullshit junior version <laughs> or something uh, more egregious. I'm trying to look up what Australia actually has. <laughs> I think it's just whoever their Australian rules football MVP is that year. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's technically uh, Elizabeth II because it's uh, owned by England. It's a prime minister. <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, our last submission to the mailbag is from Tyler Barr. Uh, subject mailbag. There's a few different questions uh, in this. Uh, what video games besides WWE do you guys play? Oh, baby. Glad you asked. Oh, man. I'm playing so many video games right now. Uh, he specifically asks, Spencer. My uh, dog. Should we... Uh, we should play Hearthstone sometime. I haven't played in a bit, but hey, let's try it. Oh, that's perfect, because I haven't either. He'll fucking school me, probably. Actually, no, I'll, I will win. I'm just going to go on record. I will destroy you in Hearthstone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just better at card games than you, and that's a challenge. <laughs> I'll play Magic of the Gathering. I don't give a goddamn. Uh, what about you guys? Any Fortnite players? PUBG? I don't know what that PUBG. is. PUBG. Jesus Christ. <laughs> PUBG? I, how old are you? Have I'm... a kid already so you can be hip again. <laughs> <laughs> it don't work. I hate to tell you. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. PUBG was the first Fortnite. It's the it's a duh rich. It's a battle royal game. I fucking hate you. It's basically it's it's a game where a hundred you know like Call of Duty. Yeah. So picture Call of Duty where you only get one life. Okay. And it's a hundred motherfuckers in the same like area. Okay. And the minute you get killed, that's it. You're done you're with done. that game. And <laughs> as yeah, like every couple minutes, the um the arena shrinks. Like the, the like barriers like closes in on you. So you can't just hide out in a house forever. Eventually, yeah. you have to be fighting. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. That's what Fortnite is. Okay. I don't play those games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm playing, I'm playing I... Hollow Knight, which is a fun, cute little, I'm a skeleton man, and i um, searching for a treasure, I think. Oh. And I'm playing The Witness, which is a puzzle game. It's a very relaxing and soothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the main two things I'm playing right now. Uh, NBA 2K. You fucking suck. That's about it. <laughs> and I barely have time to play that. I've had this game almost 10 months, and I think I'm on, like, game 8 of my franchise. Yeah, you're going to get 2K19 pretty soon. I think I actually might just take a year off, because <laughs> I don't want to see how bad that Cavs team is going to be in that updated ah. game. Dope, anything? And, uh, does poker count? <laughs> no. <laughs> then nothing. Yeah, I... I don't play games. You're not here to make friends. And I'm not here to make friends. I'm, I'm here for the right reasons. Uh, and then lastly, um, 
what is your go-to podcast with pro wrestling that isn't Podswoggle? Thoughts on Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff's podcast? So I've watched a couple of something else to wrestle on the network. Uh, I, I can't wrap my head around watching a podcast, though. It's weird. Like, the I was information... Really, it, yeah. Say again? Well, I started to watch it as well when I first got on the network, and I was really hoping it would be, like, interspliced with clips and stuff mm. like that and become no. an actual visual presentation. No. No, you're watching Google Hangouts with these two <laughs> fucking guys. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like the Howard Stern show on the E Network, except like none of the guests are strippers. Precisely. Exactly. Cool. Same yeah, size boobs, though. It. It's all just the whack pack. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's brother love and Ric Flair's ex wife's future husband hanging out. <laughs> um, but uh, the content is fine. You get some interesting information every now and then. Uh, Steve Austin show I listen to when there's a guest I actually care about. Yeah. Um, and that's really it nowadays. Oh, and same thing with Edge and Christian show. Edge and Christian show is really good. It's just too fucking long. It's always like two and a half hours and I just don't, just can't do it. Um, and Cabana's show recently has been yeah. really good with the new format. So that, that's my... Oh, and Marty and Sarah. Duh. Fucking duh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gosh. I, I kept saying, like... I kept thinking, like, I guess I don't listen to any. And then you just named four that I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm all, like, I just don't have fucking time. Yeah. Um, so, like, I have to, unfortunately, pick and choose based on, you know, details and uh, word of mouth. So. Yeah. I mean, mostly for me, I just listen to Heels and Heels. That's, yeah, where I was going to go as well. <laughs> uh, I, I have some more. Tope, do you have any? Uh, the one I probably listen to the most that's on ours, our Hills and Hills, is uh, OSW Review, which I guess is technically a video podcast, but it still works. It's one I've always wanted to get into and just haven't. Uh, same thing with, um, oh, fuck, Lapsed Fan is another one. That's the one that they've like had Meltzer on and do like deep dives into manias and like other shows. Yeah. Again, super long. You can find a lot of their best stuff on YouTube. Really good, but again, just don't have the time. Yeah, I, I listen to my brother, my brother, and me. Every once in a while, they'll reference Paul Bear, so I'll count that. Uh, <laughs> I listen to Heels and Heels, of course. Art of Wrestling, of course. Uh, Marty and Sarah. I'm just echoing a lot of things. Uh, I listen to Not Your Demographic. They were guests at uh, Potslam last yeah. year. Uh, they can have also against super long episodes sometimes, um, but they really uh, give you a, a point of view that none of us have named yet so far yeah that's true um as well as stone cold and then there's a few that i hate listen to um <clears throat> that i won't mention but also um uh from tights and fights daniel radford and Lindsay kelk are both also very very good mm. when they're on that show uh again giving you kind of like perspectives that you don't think about but then also like just other really good ideas that you get from all the other just kind of chat shows um and but yeah then there's a bunch of other shows that like i'll listen to just because i want to go like you don't even fuck it you don't do anything you don't watch you are you have no clue you are unqualified <laughs> Yeah, that's it for the mailbag. Hell yeah. I said at the top of the show, if you want to contribute to the mailbag, 
arcadeaudio.net slash podswoggle mailbag. Um, we will answer your question on the show or cover whatever topic you want us to cover. Uh, also, in the next two weeks, you can send us what you want, episode 400, to include and be about there. Thank you for listening to the show. You can find the show on all mediums where podcasts are available, uh, as well as arcadeaudio.net, our home base for our whole network of shows. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe us wherever you get your podcasts from. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for all that sweet bonus content to get in on the Discord like Rich was talking about at the jump. Uh, it's a great way to support Follow us on social media at Podswoggle on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch for the future streams of the Podswoggle tournament. The Elimination Chamber matches will be Zangros versus Dennis Rodman, AJ Styles versus The Baconator, Kung Fu Panda versus Drew McIntyre, Vader versus either Scruff McGruff or The Predator. Fuck, I hope I find a Scruff McGruff. And Edge versus either The Dare Lion or Smokey the Bear. Oh, sorry, The Edge. Not Edge, the Edge. <laughs> Versus Smokey the Bear. Or Scott Stapp, or the lead singer of Saliva, or Chad Kroger, or Chad Kroger with Krang in his stomach. Whichever Chad one of those happens. <laughs> um, and Pod Slam. <laughs> Pod Slam, a wrestling. Uh, no, Pod Slam, a podcast marathon benefiting Connor's Cure, is rapidly approaching. We are several weeks out. Um, you can go to arcadeaudio.net slash podslam for more details. If you want to be a sponsor, all the information is there. Rich, from when we were recording this, it's that time when I start counting down. Yes. Four, nine. Uh, oh, we got, we, man, we got like 12 weeks. We're good. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you're listening to this day of release, uh, the submission uh, period for shows to be a part of Pod Slam uh, is rapidly closing Saturday at midnight. It is closed. Um, we've had some amazing submissions so far and look forward to seeing what we get between now and then. Um, it's guaranteed going to be the best Pod Slam of all time. And here's a bit of news, another bit of announcement right here. Uh, the entire show, all day, unlimited exits and entrances, $10. Ooh, listen, you can come and go as you please, and you're not going to miss anything because $10 flat, that is awesome. And it's also going to be the biggest in terms of possibly length and podcasters. We've already, I think we've had double yeah. the amount of submissions this year that we have had in the past. We've we had a record Minimum. amount of submissions. Mm -hmm. uh, the room we're going to be in, uh, which I'll, I'll announce as soon as the... T's are crossed and the I's are dotted uh, is going to be the largest room that we have been in yet. Um, yeah, it is going to be the biggest pod slam of all time, which means and especially with the discounted ticket rate, uh, we need to raise the most amount of money for Connor's Care that we have ever raised before. So uh, everyone get ready for that. Hell yes. And with that, Rich, you're already talking. Give us your final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts are you can go to arcadeaudio.net slash merch to get this sweet Riverside Wrestling Alliance shirt. Um, and also you can, uh, yeah, check out uh, Arcade Audio's newest podcast, uh, Queer Movie Night. Um, the episode's not up yet, but you can listen to the intro episode and you'll probably hear a 
little trailer at the end of the show, possibly. It's up to you. I thought you were going to say something else. Uh, Spencer, final thoughts. I've got a fun thing I'm doing that I can tell people about. It's called, uh, it's of my fun game show that I made. And the game show is called Let Sleeping Dogs Lie. And here's the best part is if you live in Chicago, you can come see it live. But if you don't live in Chicago, you can still see it live because they're going to be streaming online. And you can go to uh, twitch.tv forward slash the crowd comedy. Um, so that's 8 o'clock Central uh, on Tuesdays uh, throughout July and August. And it's just going to be a funny fucking game show. What more do you want? Jesus Christ, watch the thing. <laughs> I'm hosting it. It's going to be off the hook. We do. I'm going to say the Arcade Audio family has always done good games and game shows. This is going to add to that lineage. And you never know. You may you may see it in some iteration uh, in the future. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. Wink, wink. I just did the fucking Dr. Evil pinky to my mouth. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Fuck, here is it. That's awesome. I'll do one of the retro shows again. <laughs> At least you had the, like, you told us about it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you didn't have to do that, and I respect you for that. Yeah. I, always, I always call myself out on my stupid old yeah. bullshit. Tope, final thoughts. <laughs> Oh, apologies to Mike Myers, man. <laughs> oh, also when I when I banned Michael Myers, I also banned any Mike Myers character from uh, that Shrek. That's Austin Powers. That's, that's the Love Guru. So you're gonna mess that's, with the Zoltan, uh, huh? That's Wayne. Get- that was Adam Sandler. <laughs> Whatever the fuck, the Zoltan. <laughs> you're gonna mess with that that psychic motherfucker in the midway, huh? <laughs> He's got your number, dude. <laughs> Anything else, Tope? Oh, that that asked me it. <laughs> uh, for Rich, for Tope, for for Wid not here, for Augie not here, for Mike Myers not here. This is Mullet signing off for Pod Swoggle Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We are swogging off. You don't mess with the Zoltan. It's a <laughs> that'd be a great crossover. Anything can make that movie better. Rich, what was the double feature we did? Was it Don't Mess with the Zohan and what else? And uh, and then Hooters and then Don't Ask Chuck or... or uh, I now pronounce you Chuck, and, now Larry. Pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Don't Ask Are Chuck, you... Don't Tell Larry. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to Hooters. Are you sure... We want saw two Adam Sandler movies in the same day. No, I, no, I no, no. You're right, you're right. It was Love Guru. It was Love Guru yes. and Chuck and Larry. Mm, Jesus. Yeah, and then we saw uh, You Don't Mess With The Zohan and Hairspray on the same day. Yes, that's what it was. Okay, so it was That's themed. what it was. Yeah. Yeah, so, we, <laughs> so in all that, we saw one good movie. <laughs> it had John Travolta as a big old woman in it. <laughs> and it was You Don't Mess With The Zohan. Introduce you to our new show, Queer, Queer Movie, Movie Night. Night. I said Queer Movie Night. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, but I it's, did. it's actually queer movie. It's night. actually queer. Do not search online for Boyer movie night. So we're two, uh, I can say queer individuals. We're both gay mm-hmm. in one way or another. <laughs> I would say maybe all the ways. I think all the way, both of us, definitely all the way. All the way gay. Yeah. Um, and we both love movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking uh, about uh, queer movies, uh, specifically, and how I hadn't watched a lot because some of them are so bad. Uh, most of them are very bad. Right. And I was telling Peyton that I've watched them all. And they she are all She took one for the team and watched bad, them all. But I watched them all anyway because there's so few options. And sometimes you're just jonesing for something Yeah, gay. you just want some representation. Yeah. Um, so there are many a podcast out there where they review gay films and, uh, they're usually bad and it's to make fun Mm -hmm. of them. And we thought, you know what? Maybe there's some people out there that want to know about movies that are actually good. Yeah. There's so many, it's hard to gauge which ones to actually devote two hours to. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we are that help. Yeah, so we're going to pick some of our favorites and talk about them. Before this show comes out, catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at QueerMovieNight.com. Or queer, just QueerMovieNight, not .com. <laughs> QueerMovieNight. <laughs> our handle for everything is QueerMovieNight.com. Do we have that domain? No. Don't. Not it's not .com. Don't do that. So catch us there and then uh, stay tuned to catch us when we premiere the show. We're super excited. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.